It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. to get involved, doesn't he? I'm telling you, too many coconuts have hit him right on top of the skull. Well, I think uh, Anthony will be a great acquisition. He can do it all. Avery, whose show is this? Welcome everybody here to the Lakers Lounge podcast. I'm Anthony Irwin, as always, joined by Raj Chapalu after these games. Uh, Raj, you and I, uh, you know, I you hopped on here and I laughed right away because you looked exactly like I thought you would look on the other side of that game. Um, how you doing, buddy? Are, are you okay? Like, you know, Jen asked how my blood pressure was and I was like, I need more wine. Like my blood pressure is, is too sober is, is what the reading was. Yeah. I had to like remind myself to breathe, uh, grabbing my hair. I, I promise I did not just run home. You know, I haven't been, you know, I wasn't torn through anything. Just, uh, that was a rough one, man. I'm sweating. Like it's hot. It's not that hot, but I'm like sweating in my house, you know? And, uh, I forgot to even go touch the AC. Um, cause I just have been standing here watching the game the whole time. I have not moved. That was a ridiculous game i was like oh wait i have to go and talk about this i have to be go and be like coherent and have words together after all that i'm just screaming you know nonsense nonsensical things throughout like ah no what are you what are you doing and not have to be like well you know this is how we won the game and that's tough I'm, I'm doing well I'm better than if they lost for sure so i made the mistake of watching this one in my living room um mm. I, when it went to overtime, I thought about going out to my deck where I could yell, right? I'm outside, and I'm not waking anybody up if I yell. And then LeBron gets that last and one that, you know, essentially iced the game. And I almost, like, blew a, a blood vessel in my in my head, just, like, trying not to yell in that moment. I also blew multiple blood pressures over the course of the game trying not to yell or actually yelling in some spots at Darvin Ham. Um, mm-hmm. So we got we got to, we got to talk about that. Um, we got to talk about like LeBron finally turned the corner on Xavier Tillman. Like we saw it, yes. it has happened. Uh, that was that was a, a a pretty big development. Anthony Davis had <clears throat> a rough one in this one uh, again. It, you know. It was it was one of those games where he looked like he was trying not to jump. Um, he was playing this one with ankle weights, uh, and and it didn't it didn't go particularly well for him. Uh, but look, man, all that matters, especially in the spot, Lakers are up three one, going back to Memphis with a, a real chance, I think, at closing out this series. Um, yeah, I, I I would ask you, hey man, like just fully sum up how you know put me in the room with you 
while you're watching that, but I'm, I'm a little afraid to like, <laughs> you seem like the type, have you considered, do, is your TV mounted in your, in your living room? No, it's just, it's just sitting there. Well, I'm actually okay. like, I'm watching it. So I have it on the TV. Then I'm also on the playback watching it as well. It's so weird. Somehow my TV oh, yeah. is behind. My TV is behind the playback, which is just really weird. So I'm actually watching here. Then I'm looking there, and I'm like looking here. I'm looking there, and uh, yeah, my mom's actually here. She's like, "Are you okay?" I'm like, "Yeah, no, I'm fine. Like, I'm good." <laughs> Are you okay, Raj? Is like on the floor. Help! Help! Um, yeah, I'm I, sweating. I, like, I'm, I'm watching Darvin Ham there. Just look completely fine. I'm like, dude, I'm sweating bullets over here. Um, but no, I was. Well, that's kind of screaming. part of the problem. Um, but like, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, it's see, I pictured you, I forgot about playback. Uh, I'm glad that you mentioned it though. Raj, uh, can be checked out during these games on playback, the app, uh, where he and the rest of the all access team, uh, do their thing. I'm on there on Thursdays, uh, usually in triangle form with Aaron and, and Harrison. So check out, uh, all access Lakers over there. Great stuff. Uh, Raj, you and, and Shub, I would imagine we're watching this one tonight. Yeah, well, uh, Shub was actually at the game, uh, so we had some other guests, Rome and and Vinay were on there with me. But yeah, it okay. was uh, it was it was tiring to to watch that. I, I honestly thought when they when see Memphis that's went, way harder than this. This like you you can you know over the course of the show you'll sink into it and you'll be able to yeah. remember some parts of the game. But like the pressure cooker on games where the Lakers actually had pressure, it's so hard not to fully devolve into. Holy shit! And that be like the entirety of my analysis. Like that is not like that is what not it is, what people honestly. are. <laughs> like at the end of those games, if you're looking for like which scheme exactly is running, like it's not happening with two minutes left. It's too emotional going on. They 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 said like LeBron had 19 rebounds. I was like, he has 19 rebounds? Like I had no idea. <laughs> yeah, that, that was it was kind of crazy. Well, it was funny. It was like two polar opposite responses right because like you're saying they say lebron you know the first lakers since Shaq to have 2020 in a playoff game mm -hmm. and then like ad steps to the free throw line either late in the fourth or into uh, into overtime and he had a single single going and i'm like this mother like <laughs> so, like with lebron you're like holy shit what a game lebron and with ad like what the fuck <laughs> So, oh, man. <laughs> um, all right, let's actually try to to to, to nail some of this yeah. down though and and try to recap this game. Um I want to start with with and I look again, I want to be clear here. Um this is a obviously vastly mostly positive game, like certainly result, right? But I thought the process that the Lakers took to getting here was bonkers you know oh, um God. and and like i think i want to start macro with you to me the advantage that the lakers have in this series size athleticism length right they have they have like waves that they can come at memphis in this regard and for some reason darwin was like nope all guards we're going three guard lineups. We're, 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 we're throwing guards. And to like, to me, the way that I look at it is Memphis's strength. The thing that the Lakers flat out cannot match up with them with is guard play. Like John Morant, Desmond Bain. Those guys are significantly better play basketball players than 
D'Angelo Russell, Dennis Schroeder, Austin Reeves. Like they just they just flat out are. And and it was kind of frustrating. Like I think Jared Vanderbilt hardly plays in the second half. Um, Rui Hachimura played eight minutes in the first half. And mm-hmm. for some reason in this one, Darvin was like trying to match up with Memphis's skilled guard play. And that didn't, it doesn't make any sense to me. Am I, it, it, what's your read of that situation? Well, I think the issue, number one, Austin Reeves picked up his third foul, right? I thought that kind of changed the rotations a little bit. And then Jared Vanderbilt, Anthony had a quarter where he like left earth for a little bit in the first quarter, two threes um, was taking every jump shot. I was like, yeah. is this part of the game plan? I mean, I was, I was cheering he was so for wide it. open that he was yeah, so but, like, he was so open. Yeah. But he'll be open, you know, like he'll be open this whole series. He's been open the whole series. Like I, I was, it was bad process. Like you just talked about it kind of embodied to me the game. They're like, we're not guarding Jared Vanderbilt, which they haven't been all series. He's like, I'm just going to shoot yeah. tonight. And he hit, he hit two threes. He went two for five. He Jared had 10 Vanderbilt points. In- goes full Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> who's that? Who's Roy Jenkins? Leroy Jenkins? No, oh, come on. All right. If you're listening right now in the comments or whatever, wherever it is, YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, I'm whatever it is, Leroy player? Jenkins? No, it's it, Leroy Jenkins is, is a YouTube clip that went viral back granted when I was in college, but still like they, they were, that was, that was a, 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 like what, like maybe one of the first viral clips ever. These, these guys are playing like some video game online. Oh my God. Okay. All right. Well, you go well, ahead you and keep talking. Me, so. I'm going to find this. I'm <laughs> yeah. going to, you go, you go ahead and keep talking. I'm going to find this. I so I, really quickly. I, I Googled it and I'm like, I have no idea what this is. This makes sense. It's like, this makes no sense to me. The first, <laughs> the first five images on Google, I was like, I have no idea what this is. Um, but anyway, yeah. Leroy so Jared Jenkins Vanderbilt, is like the first thing that like when I type L into YouTube search thing, <laughs> Leroy Jenkins pops up. <laughs> You've seen it. You've typed it before. That's probably why. No, uh, no, no but anyway. not on this computer. <laughs> so yeah, Le- Leroy Jenkins. Anyway, Jared, Vander- Jared Vanderbilt, they're playing off him. He had 10 points in the first quarter, five the rest of the game. He did have a lot of offensive rebounds, but Anthony, he was a minus 18 tonight. And then Rui yeah. Hachimura, Two for nine, the first bad Rui game, right? One for four from three. Kind of hesitated a little bit on his threes. They were really short. And Darvin Ham's like, look, I'm going to go with my three-guard lineup. He went with D'Lo, Austin, uh, and Dennis, right? Dennis, D'Lo, and Austin. And I thought that lineup has actually played well throughout the season. The issue to me, though, is we kept attacking Jaron Jackson Jr. in the like. We're like, we kept going yeah. right into the paint where Jaron Jackson Jr. was selling out and Anthony Davis was standing in the corner or they weren't guarding him. He took one three um but yeah jaron jackson jr had five blocks it felt like 15 in there so i i I agree with i like i understand where ham was going with that to me the issue was not calling that timeout when they went on a 14-1 run to close the half um he did not call a timeout there and d'angelo russell just being absolutely awful until the last two minutes or the last three minutes of the fourth quarter where he hit two big time jump shots um to to bring us back in the game but I understood it. Vanderbilt was getting was killing our spacing in our half court. You talked about LeBron being able to turn the corner. It felt like he just went into that like energy bank. He's like, let me pull this out one time. Like I don't have very many drives left, but let me like pull this one drive <laughs> off Tillman. It looked like Jackson would have blocked it if he didn't cut his fingernails today. Like he was right there to block that one too. And it just it went in. But I think that's why he went small. He went with Delo, Austin, and Dennis. Delo eventually fouled not yeah, Delo fouled out. Um, so he went back to Rui, who was 
fantastic in the overtime rebounding. That was huge getting, I think he got like three or four offensive rebounds in overtime, but I understood him going small. Like it, our half court offense was terrible. Jackson was mucking everything up. And then LeBron and AD were being physically outmanned. They were not calling any of those touch fouls. AD and LeBron both were talking to the refs, but the refs were like, no, play on. We're letting all this physicality go. Um, and they, they didn't, they didn't, you know, they didn't take advantage of that until the overtime. But I thought that's why he went small, and I kind of understood it. D- AD and LeBron can't be removed from games because of Memphis's defense, though. Like offensively, I thought they got kind of removed from it. But but that's kind of the like. thing, though, right? Like that's that's yeah. that's part of the problem when you go to so many guards is eventually those guards are going to want to do guard things, right? Like eventually those guards are going to be like, hey, I usually have the ball, right? You know, Dennis Schroeder <laughs> useless when he doesn't have the ball, so he's going to want the ball. Um, D'Angelo Russell thought like every time he touched it, it was his time to shine. Austin Reeves in the first game of this series was like the guy down the stretch who was handling the ball. And and I think uh, LeBron went from like late in the third quarter to deep into the fourth quarter without attempting a shot. Yeah. And, and I just think like, yeah, I, I understand like kind of the why I guess, but to me, the thing that I thought heading into the series and, and was proven for the, for the first three games of the series was that if the Lakers can succeed going big, there is no counter, right? There is, there is nothing that Memphis can do to get themselves back into the game. And early in this game, the way that the Lakers built their 15 point lead was be big, be long, get stops, get out and transition. And I want to talk about the, the, the late game transition stuff because I, that was, that was kind of annoying, but, um, but yeah, I, I just think, you know, when you, when, when Darwin shrinks down the team, not the rotation, I've been begging for him to shrink down the rotation, <laughs> but shrinks down the team and matches up guard for guard with Memphis that plays directly into what Memphis wants to do. And like, yeah, the Lakers were able to, to finish this thing out uh, Russell hits his what two or three straight three pointers that were absolutely monstrous. So it, it winds up working out. So at the end of the day, like it is just me kind of whining for the sake of whining because the result is what it is. But um, I really do hope coming off of this game that Darvin realizes like, yeah, we got to go back to just being bigger than these guys. We are like the Lakers are just bigger than they are. And, and uh, you know, it has really bothered John Morant in the paint and and like yeah I, I like if anything I thought that this game was almost an overreaction to the way that Jaw scored in 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 last game right where he scored whatever it was forty five points forty five mm-hmm. so many uh, like six three pointers whatever he hit and and like I saw like it, at various points during the game I saw Lakers going over screens with Jaw into a deep in into deep uh, into a deep drop and I'm just like what. Like, how did y'all lose the script, like, to that extent, to where you think that is the move with this guy? And, and, and yeah, again, it works, doesn't matter, but uh, it, it's just, it, it, was, it was an annoying way to stretch out a game that I didn't think needed to be stretched out. Yeah, and I, you know, I want to give Memphis a little credit. I think, you know, one adjustment that they really went to was they really tried to pick on D'Angelo Russell, so they did more, like, John Morant, Dylan Brooks screens, try to like pick on him. And D'Lo, I thought was just really bad defensively. A lot of like really bad and ones that he gave up, had that really terrible foul on Bain too, where he actually fouled out. But again, though, you hold jaw Anthony to, um, what does jaw go from the field? Uh, eight for 24, 
uh, yeah, eight for 24 for jaw, one for six on three. So that three point shooting obviously uh, didn't continue on uh, from, from game, uh, from game three. Um, and, you know, I thought Vando did a fine job on him. It just like, I just think like the, the conundrum that Darvin Ham's in is like, if Vando's give, if Vando's on the floor and Jackson plays off him and AD's not playing well, like that's a tough, that's a tough thing to have on the floor, right? So you have Vando, AD, and LeBron, and AD just can't get going offensively. So now you have like pretty much two zeros out there because Vando is just absolutely negative spacing and our jump shot and our jump shooting is not there. LeBron goes one for one for seven from three. We were trying to do handoffs with Vando and LeBron where he curls for threes. And it just and LeBron's threes, Anthony, are from like 35 feet. They're not even like regular threes anymore. He's yeah, taking they're like, like step backs that, yeah. <laughs> way, they don't you know, do anything for anybody else on the court, by the way. Ex- exactly. And then D'Lo had some threes. I was like, what are you, what are you doing? Like on some of those, there are some of those where it's like the, we got an offensive rebound and went to him and he, he took like a contested one. But yeah, if our three is not going and Vando has no one to pitch it to on handoffs, um, he's going to be a negative out there. And then we went to Rui, who also wasn't having a good game, two for nine from him, one for four from three. They really closed out. And I thought, you know, he kind of lost a little confidence on his jump shooting. He still finished somehow plus 18, which is nuts. Plus 18. Like, for uh, how much, him. how much of him, how much of him, like, you know, looking out of rhythm and stuff like that had to do with, yeah. he played eight minutes in the first half, man. Like, yeah, that is no, just, he's been low. the story of, of the steer of the series, right? He is, he is earning, it was, it was almost like, um, you know, the Lakers contacted him. He's like, Hey man, he's going to be really <laughs> expensive at this rate. Oh no. Is there any way whatsoever? I mean, shit, I'd go so far as to be like, Jeannie called him up. Hey, um, you know, if we if we lose this one, we get an extra home game, right? Like, you, uh, there's a possibility yeah. of an extra home game here. Um, watch for that in the next one. By the way, I'm oh, kidding. Oh my god, uh, no, kidding? but uh, re- am I kidding? The reason I'm it, ki- <laughs> it was I'm kind kidding. of a little. <laughs> I'm not kidding. <laughs> was, I hope so. Uh, it's a little bit of a <laughs> little bit of a Galaxy Rain two thing as well because Troy Brown was playing well, so like he was taking Rui's minutes, right? I think Troy had like 14 minutes or something in the first half and Rui was at like eight and that was because we were actually playing really well we we, we had Troy Brown on John Morant during those like second unit lineups he was playing extremely well and then that D'Lo three rimmed out and we just lost all like uh intentives we, ju- we just like lost everything we were doing our focus our intensity and uh they went on a 14-1 run where again just no timeout and that's where you know Rui didn't get checked back and Darvin Ham was just like can we just get to the locker room I'm like dude there's three minutes left we got like you gotta play. Yeah. You gotta play this out. Um, and yeah, I thought that's kind of why. And then Rui played what? Uh, so he played 18 minutes in the second half. So uh, yeah, he he got a he got he got minutes there. But I I don't know. That's a tough conundrum for for him to be in. Where like he has to choose between Vando and Rui. And then if they're not going, then I think he goes to his three guards because LeBron also Anthony wasn't like he wasn't effective with the ball in his hands until like the end of overtime. Like so he was. Uh, deferring to D'Lo, to Dennis, who had terrible turnovers. But, like, can you blame Dennis in those situations? Like, you're giving to Dennis Schroeder fourth quarter late and, like, hey, go make the play. And he's like, LeBron's trying to be the screener for him. Like, man, no, the ball has to be in LeBron's hands. Fourth quarter overtime, like, that's got to be your time. Um, but that I think that was the reasoning. But I get it going bigger. I thought we got killed on the boards today. A lot of that I thought was going smaller. And uh, Rui was was exceptional on that on that end, but uh, yeah, we'll see we'll see where they go um, in game five. In that. Yeah, I, I we we can kind of we can move off of it or whatever. It, it's just it 
Mm. It concerns me when this has been the theme of the series to this point, and then it isn't. You know, uh, that 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 part of it. Uh, like I know Ham is a rookie head coach, and I know that you know he's put in a really tough spot here because there's such high expectations of this Lakers team now, but he's got to be better, man. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Like the Lakers finished regulation with two timeouts in their back pocket. Um, there was no timeout at the end of the first half when <laughs> uh, Memphis is on like a 14 to one run or whatever nonsense exactly. it was. Like, I, 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 like I, I, I don't know. I know Darwin likes to defer to players and, and, and I know that, you know, um, he's going to trust his players to a fault, but you have to be better than that. Like it was, it was funny because, uh, Chuck was, you know, they went to the halftime show and then as part of the halftime show, the guys on TNT talk about the game prior. Right. And in that one, uh, Budenholzer, Darvin mm -hmm. Ham's mentor, right. One of his mentors, uh, is, is coaching in that one. Doesn't call a timeout while Miami is on a 15 to whatever run in the mm -hmm. fourth quarter to wind up winning that one. And, and I'm like watching, I'm like, hey, we're going to talk about the other, like, we're going to talk about this guy who just did the same thing. Like, oh, <laughs> it, was, it was maddening. All right. Really quick though, because you, you have to be little backstory on this one. I'm going to play the clip. It's a, I'm going to play a real, a, a really short version of it, but okay. it's, uh, as somebody says, George, uh, Santiago says it is a, uh, where is it? 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 Uh, done. I don't think it's Dungeons and Dragons, but I forget what, what game it is. It's some video game where they go out there and, and like the point is to like, you have one team against like a level or whatever. These guys are like literally strategizing outside this room, talking about how they're going to go about like, you know, winning this level. Okay. And, and then, and then, uh, you know, this happens. Ready guys. Let's do this. Leroy Dragons. Oh my God. He just ran in. Save him! Oh jeez, stick to the plane! Oh jeez, let's go, let's go, let's go. Let's go, let's go. Stick to the pledge, Jeff. Stick to the plane. Oh gee, oh fuck. Give me the my intervention. Hurry up. Shout out. I can't I can't move with my leg. Everybody dies. Everybody dies in that clip. And I'm gonna be completely honest, I've never heard that in my life. Like I've never never heard that. That I've is never unbelievable. Heard that, never heard that. <laughs> World of Warcraft. Thank you, George. It was. It was <laughs> I've heard of World of Warcraft. Like I've heard of. 
these guys are outside this room like strategizing and, and it's so funny too because like the guy who's doing the talking in the middle is like rotating his character around to make sure his character is looking at all of the people <laughs> it doesn't make any difference but he's just like rotating his player around as if he's he's like giving this speech at the beginning of independence day <laughs> at the beginning of the battle of independence day and this guy just goes leroy jake and just fucks everything up and that was like that was <laughs> Vanderbilt at the beginning of this game calling his own number. <laughs> you could actually hear him from the corner. Leroy Jenkins. <laughs> uh, learn something new every day. <laughs> All right. Um, let's talk about AD. We have to talk about AD. This is yet another game here where uh, the physicality in this one, I think, got to him. He's getting a very different whistle than every other player. I, I don't I, like. I don't. I don't mean to sound like a wiener who is whining about the the referees at the end of a win or whatever. But like the kind of contact that they are allowing on AD is significantly greater than the kind of contact that they're allowing for every other player out there. And like part of it is like we talked about after his last stinker offensively. Um, and how it has a lot to do with as he's going up, he's already moving. So the referee doesn't see the physicality affecting the play, <clears throat> affecting the attempt directly. He's already going in that direction, and, and therefore they're letting it slide. Um, so I think that's a factor here. He also, like we've talked about, Raj, he will have these games where he just doesn't want to dunk the ball. Like he just, you know... You look at games where he starts it in the in the first quarter. If he has a for, first quarter two-handed dunk in traffic, it's going to be a good AD game. Like it's going to be like he's going to he's going to 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 get that going. It gets him going physically, and it kind of sets a tone for what he's going to try to do for the rest of the game there. But in this one, like and 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 in in uh, was a game two. Yeah, it was game two, um, mm -hmm. where you know. It's a lot of, you know, he started that one with some fadeaways and, and, and some stuff like that. And, and in this one, it wasn't the same kind of fadeaways, but it was a lot of attempts at the rim where he's not moving towards the rim and he's not going to get the benefit of the call if he's not doing that. So, like, I'm, I'm curious from what you're watching, what can the Lakers do? Because they've really been trying to get him, you know, in these switches and take advantage of these switches. And it yeah. grinds their offense to a halt. I think they got to move off of that. Yeah, I think the wrong counter to me. So Memphis is doing a really nice job. Number one, they're fronting him, right? So if there's any smaller player, they're going to front the post. And they have Jaron Jackson Jr. on the backside helping. And we're taking way too long. We're, like, swinging the ball around the perimeter, and then, like, it gets to the corner. There was one play where it went to Troy Brown, and he's like, has ball pressure on him, trying to get it to Anthony Davis, who's being fronted in the post, and they have the back pressure. Um, and you saw Dennis, too, as well, try to force it in. And Jackson's just standing right there. I don't think that's the right play. But I thought, at least for this game, uh, I thought he was very – first, first I want to give him credit. The defense he's playing is out of this world. Like, the rebounding was a little bit, you know, questionable tonight. But I thought his defense is still incredible. I mean, four mm -hmm. blocks, again, um, had four turnovers, but four blocks on the night. And he has to work so hard. I mean, Jaw and Bain, who had a really great night, so – he had to step up a little higher on Bain tonight. And those, like, mid-range, that's a lot of work for him to, like, be in a stance, be ready for jaw, and then have to work 
and guard Bain off a handoff. Like that's a ton of de- defensive, you know, responsibility for him at 41 minutes. But I think offensively, like, I don't think that's the counter. He's gonna have to hit jump shots. He hit one big mid-range two tonight with like the shot clock going down. Yeah, it swished right. It was through. a Stu Lance two- shot. It was a you know Stu Lance will always say like you know if somebody's really kind of struggling oh, yeah. with their rhythm. No pressure. He likes to see them. Yeah, he likes to see them get that shot late in the shot clock where it's just like you got to get it out of your hands. It, it when he shot that one, I was, as he was catching, I was like, "Oh, this is good," because he doesn't have to think about it. He can't think about it. Oh, I, I did not think that was good. I was like, "Man, this guy has not taken a jump <laughs> shot in like, <laughs> in like, in like." Look at games. you, Raj. Look at you, yeah. the hater. No, you can't be saying... like a true fan like myself. <laughs> well, the a couple of previous possessions before he had like a corner three and it airballed. You know what I mean? I was like, dude, like there's no, yeah. there, like there's no way this shot's going in. But not late, you know, not late in the shot clock though. It wasn't late in the shot clock. <laughs> It wasn't like buzzer beater level, but, uh, <laughs> and Dennis kicked it out to him there. But, uh, yeah, like, I think that will open it up. It's just, he's so focused on getting to the rim. You talked about not dunking the ball. He's getting grabbed and the refs are like, unless you're getting pummeled, you're not getting the call. So all those like Jackson bumping him with the elbow or Dylan Brooks bumping him off his spot. None of that's getting called. Like they're like, yeah. no, you play, play through all that. Um, and yeah, I think although if you, the- if you shove salty Aldama just a little too hard, <laughs> You're getting you. We're calling that on you. Good yeah, Lord. I mean you have to you have to also be smarter there. Like Santi, let Santi Aldama go and get the rebound. You know, I mean, don't get your <laughs> don't get your third foul there. Like like don't get your third foul. Oh there. no, but, I uh, totally agree. I just I also understand the frustration there. Yeah. Right. Like they also try to call that one touch foul on him when Roddy is literally cr- climbing on his shoulder oh, yes. as he shoots that. That one was overturned. Um, they called the one like the the. Everybody could see it from a mile away where he's one-on-one with Desmond Bain. All Bain does is like run into him, hoping mm-hmm. to fall over. And, you know, like I, I can totally understand. And look, <clears throat> I am probably harder on Anthony Davis than just about anybody else, you know, maybe in the world. Um, and, and like still, even I can say this is, this is not like the, the difference in, uh, refereeing here is is so noticeable that it's really hard to expect somebody to uh, you know to, to 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 overcome all of that and have any kind of rhythm offensively. You know where he knows what he isn't allowed to do defensively, and then to not you know to turn around and have every single Memphis Grizz like actual Grizzly Bears are chomping on his calves, and it's just like nope, not a foul. Play through it, eighty. Like that's tough. You know, that's I don't know how you how you get through that. Yeah, I mean, look, so I thought it was in his head. There was a play where, um, yeah, in the transition play, right, where I thought that might have been game, honestly. There was uh, 80 stole it, uh, picked Bane at, like, half court, went the other way, right? And I'm like, 80, like, even if that's not offensive foul, you can't let your arm, like, uh, release from your body, right? That's what they're looking for there. And, like, he got an offensive foul there, and then Bane went, went on the other end and hit a three to put them up seven, but... He's going to have to figure it out. Like, to me, the jump shot has to be a part of his game. Like, he, it's, he started hitting it as the regular season winded down. Um, that little pick and pop is there every time. Jackson is just leaving him. He's like, I'm yeah. I'm not even guarding him. And they're throwing two guys. If you notice now, Anthony, they're not even leaking out really anymore. It's Jaws, the only one that runs. They're sending everyone to the boards. They're like, go box out, you know, Anthony Davis. So Desmond Bain, you'll see when Jackson comes over, Bain will go and grab AD and, like, just do whatever the hell he wants because they're not gonna call they're not gonna call anything. Um, so he has to kind of figure that out. The post ups to me are just 
He has to be quicker. And he, those like little jump hooks, that's his game. He has to hit those like that. Yeah. I don't know what to say. Like that just has to, he just has to hit those. But the 13 attempts to me is the, uh, is him just not wanting to take jump shots. Like if you don't want to take anything outside of the paint, you're going to end up with 13 shots sometimes because that's just, you're, you're not getting all the way to the rim uh, with the paint packed as it is. They're not going to, they're not, they're helping off Dennis. They're helping off Troy Brown. They even started helping out D deep. They started helping off D a little bit as the game went on, which is a little worrisome. Um, but, yeah. uh, but, and D again, just cannot hit 50% from the field. Uh, 46. <laughs> well, 46%. I think you said he, he's 45. Above, that's the first time in his career above 45% in a playoff game. Yes, 46, 46.7% for, for D'Lo tonight. But, yeah, I, I think, like, the jump shot has to be a part of the shot diet, and it gets him in a in a rhythm. Zero offensive rebounds at halftime, finishes with two, and that was definitely a point of en- emphasis for Taylor Jenkins. Um, and I think that's kind of why LeBron went and got 20, <laughs> 20 of them. They sent, you know, yeah. so many people onto AD. Uh, they, they went to, uh, they, you know, they, they went to Dylan Brooks to try to get some kind of comment. This is now the second straight game that he has ducked that smoke. Wow. So Mr. Mr. Smoke inhaler apparently is, is not interested at this point. And, uh, you know what? Like, all right, quick tangent. I think this is going to wind up being good for Dylan Brooks. Like, either he's going to take this and actually get good at basketball, like actually become a basketball player, or he's just going to stop talking and stop, you know, cashing checks that his team then has to, or, you know, writing checks that his team has to go out there and cash, right? Um, like, it, I, I Memphis is probably going to lose this series, and, you know, either Memphis will move off of Brooks altogether and upgrade at that spot, which they probably should do anyway. Um yeah. Or, or he's going to look at this experience and, and I would hope, you know, and I, you know, I, I don't want to get all high and mighty and preachy or whatever here, but, but he does need to mature on this one. Like he, he said some really stupid shit and didn't back it up and forced his team to have to back it up. He gets in, he gets ejected in the one game after he says all the dumb stuff. And then, and then in the next game after that, he shows up, goes four of 11, one of seven from three point range, like you aren't helping your team, bud. You're actively hurting your team, uh, not just with your play, but also by like pissing off the best player of your generation. <laughs> uh, you know, and I'm not going to complain about it for the sake of the series because it, it. I think it did lead in part to the Lakers wind up. I think they're going to win this thing in five, but but yeah, that was you know Brooks Brooks taking the the the, the wiener way out here is is, is tough to see. Well, not just that. So he's two for his last, you know, he's hit, he's two for 12 from three, like in the last few games. Right. And then yeah. also they're just absolutely playing off him. He had a big three actually tonight, which, you know, made me a little bit Schroeder worried. Schroeder was like up, but... actively running away from him <laughs> it, and that, exactly. on, that one, on that one. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, like it's like, I, I think a lot of people have said like the heel role isn't for everyone, right? Like the, you know, the yeah. villain role isn't for everyone. If you can't play mad or like, if you can't play upset, and it's an issue. I think this is the second straight season um, where he's really tanked his team in a game. I remember the game four, I believe, against the Warriors last year, where he just took like twenty shots for no reason, <laughs> and like, and people are blaming the coach. And like, to me, you can't like reel in Dylan Brooks now, right? Like, you can't go a whole regular season, give him. You saying Dylan role. Brooks went for ready, guys? Let's or- do this, Yeah. (laughs) 
You're going to make me learn this, huh? <laughs> I'm going to send you the link to that video. And you're going to, okay. it's like a four or five minute video. It's kind of I've, long. But... I've heard of World of Warcraft. Like I've heard of that. I just, I've never played it, but I've, I've, heard, I've heard of World of Warcraft. Um, no, but like for Dylan Brooks, I think, you know, his role should have been, I'm guarding LeBron. I'm a shut up. Like, let me just win the series. But, you know, he, he talked too much after game two for, for no reason, really. Like no one was even like going at him for that. Like he, <laughs> He gave those quotes you know, by himself. There was, there was like, there was uh, no one was soliciting those quotes from Dylan Brooks. He just fed those out for uh, for no reason. So, yeah, I mean, he probably cost his team uh, as the starting shooting guard uh, for for two straight years. And I, you know, we both follow Memphis people. Fast Break Breakfast does a does a great job as well. Like I've heard, I heard his pod. He said he's like done with Dylan Brooks, and I feel like a lot of Memphis fans are. Like I would like, be. <laughs> See, find me the one memphis fan who's like hell yeah go do it <laughs> but like the line anthony from from dylan brooks to like ron artest right like there's yeah that gap there in skill and like production and who comes through like that's the gap all it is right draymond green as well right comes through whenever you know his team like yeah. kind of needs it even when he talks shit he like he's able to play through it and produce and that's the difference to me all the stuff dylan brooks said would not be a problem if he shot well from three like was not abs like he wasn't actively hurting his team by being on the floor like all that's yeah. that's the reason these these comments rain hollow and he decides to top stop talking after you know after he loses which makes it look even worse for him which was funny because the the, the knock that he had on lebron in that moment was where was lebron lebron wasn't talking before i picked up my fourth He's finding circumstances to start talking. LeBron James is really nervous to talk to Dylan fucking Brooke. You know, yeah, sure. Here we go. That's that's what this is. Um, I want to talk about a, another, you know, kind of concerning trend here from from Memphis. Um, this from JD, and I'm, I pulled up the comment here for those of you listening on the podcast. Dylan Brooks' teammates had his back tonight. Uh, multiple groin shots in tribute to him. Um, <laughs> this is weird now, right? Like, this is... Like yeah, so you had the you had Desmond Bain. Desmond Bain, like I think that was pretty accidental, right? He's driving, and he likes to get contact anyway. He, Would you he say that if with, you were Anthony Davis? In, in, in oh that, you no, know that I mean it, <laughs> no, um, no, absolutely not. Uh, but like also like the one Jaron Jackson's should have been a T. I thought like I thought that should have been a flagrant because. They showed the one, one yeah. they, they they showed the the angle on it from over Jackson's right shoulder that like mm -hmm. clearly shows his hand going into that region. Cause at first I was wondering why Dennis reacted that way. Like I, I was wondering, he just kind of stuck. Initially I thought like maybe he bumped knees with Jackson because Jackson kind of stuck his leg underneath him or something like that. And it, it was an awkward fall. But then you look at that view and I'm like, so, like, I don't think he needed to be ejected or anything like that. But how is that not flagrant? Like, how is that not? I nobody. Usually, you set a screen, and your hands yeah. are here by your sides, and and like occasionally you stick out a shoulder or something like that. But to like send the right arm in there like that into that area, like usually that's at least a flagrant one. And yeah. that is what that. How many times have? Grizzlies players made contact with Lakers nuts. Like that's got to be like four, five. TNT, TNT did a montage. Like who, <laughs> who does a montage of like you know yeah. groin hits? And only like three of them were called, which is the weirdest part. They <laughs> yeah, did like right. the montage of groin hits and like 
the one that was called was that Dennis Schroeder one, which honestly, I thought he just flopped. <laughs> like, I thought that's what it was. And then they showed the replay. I was like, oh, okay, that's why. But yeah, LeBron got hit as well. Um, and then AD, obviously, with the Desmond Desmond Bain one. Yeah, it was weird. That was strange. Uh, and then obviously, Dylan Brooks got ejected for his in the last game. Uh, but yeah, but to see a montage of groin hits <laughs> in game four, it's just, right. was, they, had, they had it ready too, which is just really yeah. strange. <laughs> Their production team beforehand was like, guys, just, just flag this real quick. <laughs> Memphis likes to do this, apparently. <laughs> we might get another one. They are averaging more nut shots per game than wins at this. At this like, <laughs> it's just, it's, you know, I, it, it it's it's one thing to have it happen every so often or whatever, but to have it happen every game now, like mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think the Lakers need to like you because they all take their stroll into the into the arena. They all need to have like they need to be wearing their cups on the outside of their pants. Just to like just to, to just to to highlight to the league. Hey guys, they keep hitting us in the deck. Like this is not okay. This is enough. <laughs> Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Um, all right. Um, Is there anything else uh, from this? Like, I- I- any adjustment here? I think the Lakers have a real chance at winning this thing in five. Um, I thought Lakers in five. I bet Lakers in five coming into the series. Yep. Um, Memphis, like, when they went when this went to overtime... You could kind of see Memphis's shoulders kind of like shrink, you know, drop quite a bit, you know, to 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 win, to feel like you just won in regulation, and then have the home team, you know, wind up sending it to overtime. You just, you know, kind of saw. I thought the Lakers, uh, in spite of themselves, like in the fourth quarter, the Lakers had the ball in a transition spot. It was five on four, and they could have gone for a two for one there. LeBron yeah. pulls the ball out right. Uh, they turn the ball over, and Memphis takes a two-point lead there. Obviously, LeBron comes down and makes his two-pointer, sends it to overtime. But then at the start of overtime, and I get it, everybody's exhausted or whatever. So, And Stan was saying like they were pulling the ball out just to like catch their breaths. And I get it. Like I, you know, It's not for me and my three chins to tell these super athletes, like, buck up and, and run or whatever. But, but also... Like Memphis's defense, when they get set up, is really effing good, yeah. and 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 I thought like the main difference, you know, when the Lakers took their fifteen point lead, and when the Lakers got back into the game, um, they really like 
they were running. They were getting stops. They were running. Like the Lakers are, are a really good transition basketball team. And and when they try to slow the game down, which is what LeBron wants to do in the playoffs, they really tend to struggle. So I don't know. I I, I really think like the key going into they they only have one game uh in between these next two, right? So uh they play on Wednesday. Um yep. it, like on Wednesday. I think the key is going to be getting stops, getting out in transition, and taking Memphis's crowd out of it as quickly as possible. Yeah, and you know, I, I think AD, you know, will be a more aggressive. And one one thing that will kind of go so obviously D'Lo had a first half from hell, but when we started the third quarter, he kind of got going a little bit. He hit like three straight mid range jump shots. He got to the rim a little bit, and I think like that's a place he can kind of shake loose. I'm like, where was that in the first half? You can get to that mid range spot all game. And uh, he kind of settled us down after, obviously, Memphis, you know, ma- ro- roared back. But, yeah, I thought that, you know, I thought the difference was just Jackson blocking everything and us just going at him every time. That play you're talking about with the turnover, LeBron, like, try to find Rui, like, at the end of the game. And Rui cut, and Jackson blocked that, like, to oblivion. Where I felt Oh, like my God. <laughs> it was like a volleyball cut. spike. I thought he could have caught it. Like, he just, like, swatted that, and then he got it up ahead to Ja, who hit, like, a behind-the-back pass. Um, to Bain, I believe, and then yeah, LeBron tied it. But yeah, I like. I think it's gonna be tough to go into Memphis now. I feel like our legs are dead with the one day off. Maybe you can, you know, make Memphis kind of feel it, make them feel tight. You survived the ba- the really good Bain game. We'll see if like he continues. But with Desmond Bain, though, I feel like we're still making him take the shots we want him to take. Mm-hmm. I mean, like he was three for seven from three. Um, I think he hit one one really late. Seven. For no, he was from- three of twelve from three. Three for twelve. Why do I see three? Oh, I'm looking at Sunday's game. Um, but uh, yeah, three for twelve. <laughs> I don't know why I went to Sunday's game. Uh, but yeah, th- three for twelve from three and uh, thirteen. For- Man, AD played really well in this one. I don't know what the what stats you're looking at. Uh, I was adding up Dylan Brooks's uh, two games. That's what it was. But <laughs> thirteen for twenty nine. So we, you know, you forced Bain into twenty nine shot attempts, uh, seven free throws, made all of those. But twenty nine shot attempts to get his thirty fifty three I mean, attempts from their backcourt. Yeah, and you know, you forced Jaw again into those one handed shots. Only took six six threes. Didn't have the rhythm for that. Well, six threes is a lot for him, but forced him into those mid range shots. Andy, how about Jaw trying to just jump over LeBron every time like that? <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> and LeBron taking the charges on all of those, like I, that was that was a little scary. But we'll see if we can kind of slow I mean, them it's down. Scarier, I think, for for Memphis fans than for Lakers fans. Right? Yeah, like it, it, worst case scenario, Jaw like lands on LeBron, and we saw that right. Like Le, like Jaw did kind of land on LeBron's neck on the second one. Uh, but on yeah. both of those, you're 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 looking at both of those, and you're like, Jaw, shoot a floater. <laughs> <laughs> that's a tough shot though like i know john makes it look easy but the oh yeah like stay in the air maneuver around ad and then hit a floater and like you know that looks easy when he makes it but like that's a tough shot to be yeah. your like to be your consistent shot that you have to get your points on and again that's why the eight for 24 um is there but anthony so this is a 2-7 matchup but I don't, obviously this is not a real 2-7 because of the lakers yeah. trades and all that to me, though, what, what this game and what this series has kind of pushed, and I don't want to look ahead, obviously. You still have to finish out Memphis, but I think these are the two best defensive teams in the Western Conference. Like, I feel like, no doubt, yeah. these are probably the two best defensive teams, and this is a defensive Either that war. or they're the two worst offensive half-court teams. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to lean the other way a little bit. <laughs> 
Look, you have the defensive player of the year on one eye, and you have the actual defensive player of the year on the other. No, I'm just kidding. Jaren Jackson mm-hmm. Jr. deserves his award. But no, don't you know, say, come look. on. Come on, say it with your chest. We're all we're all thinking it. <clears throat> the fact that all right, here's 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 how here's why I I'm gonna say it with my chest then. All right. The Lakers in multiple games on the stretches of of you know in the biggest moments of these games in playoff games, <clears throat> the Lakers went out of their way to target Jaron Jackson Jr. Like in game one, they they put Jaron Jackson Jr. in a whole bunch of pick and rolls, and he was in that deep drop, and Austin Reeves cooked the, the Grizzlies as a result of it. And then here in this one, LeBron, you know, either he was looking for Jaw, which makes some sense. But also did a lot of looking for Jaron Jackson Jr. Yeah, I think I didn't a lot. That. A lot of it, I think, has to do with if Jaron is on the ball, he's not roaming. You know, he's Good not. Point. He's not. He's not your your safety there. He's not your free safety doing free safety things. So I think that's a part of it. Yeah. But I also don't see Memphis going out of their way to to attack AD. Right? Like no. I, I, I don't. I don't really see that happening as as often. Right? It was just kind of like the, the the Gobert thing when he was racking up his defensive player of the year things. It was like, yeah, yeah. It's it's probably not a great sign when the opposing team sees that guy and puts that guy in 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 pick and rolls down the stretches of these games, time and time and time again. That can't be the defensive player of the year. Can't be. Right. Hundred percent. And also, I think we we're doing a nice job also taking Jackson out offensively. Right. He was only five for fifteen. 0 for 4 from 3. We're flying at him uh, now a little bit more than we were, not giving those pick and pops to him. But, yeah, yeah, LeBron did pick on, you know, Jaron Jackson. That's a good point, trying to pick, get him out of the paint. But he also was like, I'm going to get by this dude a couple of times. Like, he's like, you know, I can turn the corner a little bit on Jackson in a way he couldn't on Tillman, which is, was a really strange um, development there. But Xavier yeah, Tillman's like- the real defensive player of the year? Is that, is that, is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, don't put that in my mouth, no. Uh, but, no, Tillman was a – how about, how about Tillman Anthony playing 41 minutes for them? Like that, that shows like how much, how important he was. I know it went to overtime, but like that shows how important he was and also how little they trust kind of everyone else on the floor. But yeah, to me, this is the best two defensive teams and beating this team. And I know your prediction is five, like that be insane. Even if two, seven being a two seed in five games with them having that, they won the one game that jaw didn't play. So you can't even really use that. Cause like they won yeah. that game. So you got to throw that one out anyway. So you beat them the, every time that they had their superstar and John Morant, that'd be super impressive. But to me, these are two, this is, this has been a defensive war to me. And yeah, these aren't great half court offensives, but still these defense have been insane. Jaw, Jaron Jackson jr. And, Anthony Davis combining for nine blocks tonight. I mean, that's just uh, two dudes who protect the rim better than anyone. So um, it was awesome to see LeBron a 20 and two and 20 game like that. That's, that's just nuts. Bananas. Insane. Year 30. He's 38 years old. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm with you on, on kind of the tone of this game and, and it's really going to be interesting to see the the clash of style, no matter who moves on from this one. Right. I think it's going to be the Lakers. I think it's going to be the Warriors, and you're so you're going to get this clash of 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 style with those two mat with those two teams. If if it would have been Memphis and Kings, you would have gotten that same clash. So it's it's really kind of cool to see, um, you know, in in an era that is as homogenous as as the NBA, I think has kind of become uh, with mm-hmm. offensive approach. Uh, you know, looking forward, looking ahead, no matter which two teams came out of their various matchups, uh, the the second round was always going to be a fascinating one. Um, 
Well, I, I just want to give some credit here because we, we didn't even talk about the leading scorer for the Lakers tonight, which was Austin Reeves, by the way, who somehow Crazy. finished with tw- 23. Despite foul trouble. Yeah, despite foul. Yeah, well, imagine what he would have had if, you know, he just didn't stupidly foul. 40, um, easy. <laughs> yeah, that's how that works. <laughs> um, but he, he still played 41 minutes, so uh, didn't lose too many minutes. Uh, but 23 points, a plus 12 on the night. Um, seven for eight from the line. And to me, one of the biggest plays of the game, Anthony, Memphis ratcheted up their ball pressure. Like you could tell it was uncomfortable level of ball pressure. And LeBron just didn't have it in him. He's like just throwing the ball ahead. D'Lo, the ball pressure was too high for him. And we went to Austin Reeves, like pick and roll, Austin Reeves. Again, decide where you go, double drag or one screen coming for him. And he kicked it out, I think, to Rui one time. He kicked it out to LeBron. But the biggest play to me, there was Memphis was on a huge run. I think it got put into AD, and he just didn't have it. He kicked it out to Austin. Ball fake drive Euro two-step layup to, like, tie the game. Oh, huge bucket. Yeah. I was like, holy crap, dude. Like, this dude yeah. is for real. Like, here for the moment. Like, it's not too big for him. That that shot was insane. He had, like, 3-2 right in the corner to tie the game, I think. Yeah. And, like, it was on a closeout. LeBron swung it to him, and he tied it at, like, 93. Mm-hmm. Um just another like four seconds to go on the shot clock too. Yeah. Just another had to take it. performance. Mm-hmm. So well, two for five it, for three. it was also, uh, he also, you know, he had the one pass in the first half where he was on the, on the right wing and he had a pick and roll. And I think he winds up going between the legs and spinning off of the screen. Mm-hmm. And he winds up kicking the ball to D'Angelo Russell, who was wide open oh. on, on the left wing. And, and Russell winds up missing the shot. But like when he did that, uh, Jen was actually still awake, so I was I was allowed to kind of like act a fool. And he he goes he goes between the legs and spins off of it, and I'm like, holy shit! <laughs> and then he and then he takes another dribble there, throws the ball I think over over the top of his like head, and hits Russell like right between the numbers for that for that three, which was wide open. Russell just needs to can it, and he doesn't, you know. And but still like, um. This is year two, man. And and yeah, it's an older year two. And uh, you know, if if there is a situation to be groomed in, it's playing next to LeBron and it's playing next to AD, right? Uh so like that certainly helps. And it's and it and it's like coming up in an organization with Phil Handy there to work with you every day. Uh, but he has taken full advantage of that. And and like what we're seeing from him this year is exciting enough and insane enough in its own right. But another full off season of bulking up, of tightening that that handle, uh, you know, he's he became a knockdown spot up shooter in year two, Raj. That's bananas. It's insane. He's the if I see him open, I trust him more than any other Laker. Any other one. Russell, Beasley. Brown, even like Rui when he was playing like Rui Allen, like it was it like it is it is Reeves and there's like a a bit of a gap there between everybody else, and and I think other teams are are really starting to recognize it too. He's been that good. He's like just not to mix words. He's been the main shot creator for a team that's about to go the second round. Like like that's that's a real thing to say. LeBron's yeah. been you know part of obviously LeBron does does his thing but it's been reeves at the end of this game game one was austin reeves tonight was again austin reeves um and you know throughout the game he's the one that's running actions they're 
giving the ball to him and like they're like cook and you talked about having the full summer i don't think he went into this coming summer being like yeah i'm gonna have the ball in my hands you know like i don't think that's what he worked <laughs> Why on not? like i'm sure he's like uh, i'm sure he's like i need to catch and shoot i need to i need to get better at attacking closeouts this summer it should be okay now like if they're you know if they're over helping on this side what's my read what's my skip pass like that's and that's insane for a guy who's again undrafted probably going to be the if D'Lo gets the contract that he's expecting like still probably not gonna be the highest guard paid on the team no. um he's outplayed D'Lo pretty substantially yeah. throughout the playoffs yeah. which I didn't ex- like you know I knew Austin was good I didn't think he'd outplay him at this like my hot take this. is I think Austin should be the starting point guard next year go out go trade trade D'Lo for a shooting guard and and, and see what you do yeah, I mean, Austin, I'm, I'm sure they'll be back, but yeah, it's just, it's crazy to watch him just not just be handed the keys. Cause like, I mean, there's times where LeBron will give the keys to a guard, but like these are playoff games. Like it just, it's like, he's not obviously, he's not Kyrie Irving, but like it reminds me of that, like where LeBron's like, I he's the only this. other guard that LeBron trusted that way. You're right. Mario Chalmers didn't really have the type of uh, free <laughs> no. range to. Uh, I mean, I guess if you want to say Wade, right? Like you, you can maybe yeah. say Wade, but but, Wade but established, yeah, right. But but like Wade wasn't a point guard, right? Like the only mm. other point guard that that LeBron trusted the way that he has trusted Reeves so far in these playoffs was Kyrie, and that's yeah, you know, little bit of little bit of Rondo, but uh, yeah, that was that was pretty. It's pretty much Austin. Well, and, uh, but like. Kyrie. No, because like in that, and that's that was bubble LeBron. Like right. he was handling all of that shit. And down the True. stretch of those games, Caruso was in the game, and it wasn't like Caruso was doing pick right, and roll down stuff. The stretch. You're right. So yeah, it's it's pretty bananas. But like, <laughs> it's it's crazy. And I know I know that like the word unprecedented gets thrown around there quite a bit. Um, mm-hmm. This season, this Lakers season is 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 in its own right unprecedented. Right to see a team be as bad as they were at one point this year, be capable of winning a, a, a playoff series off, off of, you know, completely reshaping their roster. That doesn't happen very often. But what we're seeing from from Austin Reeves, an undrafted second-year player, handling the ball the way that he does on a LeBron James team, that's unprecedented. You don't see that. <laughs> you just no. don't. And like, granted, like on, on the biggest possession of the game, it was LeBron who takes Xavier Tillman off of the dribble and he gets to the rim. Yeah. But it's nice to be able to have options. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no, he's been he's been incredible. And the crazy part, so the Minnesota trade obviously is going to be. I mean, the, the Minnesota additions are the ones that's going to be uh, kind of plastered everywhere. But if you look at our closing lineup, though, Anthony, it's kind of the guys who weren't involved in that. It's, mm-hmm. it's you know, it's uh, Dennis, uh, Austin, Rui, LeBron, and AD. Nothing yeah. to do with the rush, which is kind of crazy, the, the kind of talent that they, you know, added. So, But imagine being Memphis, though, right? Like, you're the two seed. You go through this whole season obstacles come your way but like obviously John Morant returns you win without him right you you survive you you get sent home because Austin Reeves is just too good like that's a tough way to go home like have you I know have this... you been listening at all to Bill Simmons podcast do you listen to Simmons podcast at all uh sometimes I haven't listened to I it. only do when the Lakers are good because it pisses okay. him off so much and and uh the way that he talks about Austin Reeves <laughs> like it it warms this old cold heart, <laughs> like he, the way I, he's just like, 
he fucking lands in their lap and like oh, they yes, luck out with this. Austin Reeves and all this stuff. And it's just like, and, it, and you could hear the hate in his heart and, and hearing that from a Celtics fan, it look at me. I'm, I'm, I'm shining. <laughs> I'm, I'm about to start levitating. I listened to that one because I remember uh, Bill Simmons was like, I think they get credit. And Ryan Rosillo was like, of course they get credit. What do you mean? Yeah, like, what? <laughs> he's like, I think, I think they kind of get like, he's like, what are you talking about? Of course they get credit. Exactly. All right. I think shitting on Bill Simmons is a good way to end this thing. So uh, again, the Lakers wind up winning 111 or they 117 to 111 in overtime, a game that I didn't think needed to go to overtime. But if you are going to go there, you may as well win the damn thing. Uh, we'll see what this thing looks like. Only one game, one day off now between games as the league tries to avoid the NFL draft as much as they possibly can. Uh, well, I, I still... I'm like weirdly confident. No, mm. not weirdly. I'm like weirdly optimistic uh, that the, that they might be able to close this thing out on, on Wednesday. Uh, LeBron has said that he feels more in rhythm off of one day off only. We'll see AD, uh, you know, the hip stuff. We didn't really mention it over the course of the show. He was really kind of bothered something going on with his hip in a way that, uh, you know, Chris Haynes reported on the sideline. He just didn't look like himself. Um, so that's that's worth keeping an eye on as well. But real chance here to to go out, win the thing in five, and rest up as it looks like you know Kings Wizard or Kings Warriors is going to come down to at least a six game series, right? So got to got to take yeah. care of business here. Lakers Lakers won all three of their first series in five in twenty twenty. So. So continue, continue that yeah. uh, that reign. Uh, LeBron's pretty good at stepping on the throats. Usually, once once he has you um, down in the series, usually closes it out. So, uh, yeah, we'll we'll see. This was this is gonna take some time to recover from, though. This was a that was a hell of a hell of a game to try to survive. Like to just try to get through. Right. Yeah. All right. I'm gonna end this my... thing the way it needs to be ended. Ready, guys. Let's do this, Leroy. Dragons! Oh my god, he just ran in. <laughs>